0: How you doing, Rock family? How you doing, Rock family? Happy Sunday. We are ending our fast today. I'm so excited. Not only that I can eat something again, but I'm excited about what God has said to you. Because I know if you fasted faithfully, God has said something profound to you. I know Jesus said this kind can come out by nothing but praying fasting. So if you fasted, there's something he revealed to you that you wouldn't have heard before. And hopefully you wrote it down. And hopefully he's going to bring it back to remembrance today. And you're going to write it down and then apply it to your life. So anyway, I'm excited. Listen, if you were at our We Pray event yesterday, we had people online from all over. God bless you. We pray for healthcare workers all over the country, all over the world. And if you are a healthcare worker, please send your prayer request to WePraySanDiego.com. We want to pray for you. Because it is so critical what you're doing to keep us safe. So, and we appreciate the sacrifice you're making. So hit the share button on your device so we can get this word out as we end our fast. And we're going to take communion today. Hit the share button uh, because we want people to get this message. So let's get on our knees. Let's get on our knees. And we get to eat today. We're going to take communion. It's going to be good. And uh, again, I know God spoke to you. So we're going to, we're going to talk about that a little bit today. Lord, thank you so much for your faithfulness. Thank you so much for your goodness. And I pray that you bless our time together today. I pray you bring back to remembrance what you have said to us, what you have revealed to us. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Let's get your Bibles out. Let's get your Bibles out. On the count of three, say word. One, two, three, say word. We'll return to 1 Corinthians chapter 11. 1 Corinthians chapter 11. 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Um, I have been on uh, multiple fasts in my life from one day to two days, three days to 40 days. And every time I fast, no matter how long or short it is, God reveals something to me. Anywhere from here's a spiritual discipline I want you to have. Here's something I don't want you to eat. um, Here's something I want you to start doing, stop doing, whatever it is. But the million-dollar question, and I'm sure he did that for you. The million-dollar question is, are you going to do it? Am I going to do it? Uh, Two or three fasts ago, I I probably, well, two to three years ago, because we fasted our 21 days in January, um, he said, I want you to cut out your ice cream and pizza. Cut it down like 99%. I still eat it every now and then. But, and the question is, am I going to do it? Because he's telling me to do this thing by faith. I don't have to know the reason why. But the question is, will I trust him by faith? We're going to take communion today. And communion is going to be our way of putting a stake in the ground that I trust God and I am going to do what he said. I want you to, I want you to read with me 1 Corinthians chapter 11. There are three things we're going to look at today. Three things about communion. Number one, communion, we take communion to remember. We're going to remember some things today. Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me. So it's very important for us to remember why we're taking it and to remember what it's all about. We take communion as part of the new covenant. We are reminding ourselves of the union we have with him, the pact, the covenant agreement we have with Christ. And before we take communion, we have to examine ourselves. And we're going to do that at the end of our service in a few minutes. But I, and I want you to begin, know now, beginning this process of examining yourself because we're reminding ourselves, we're recommitting ourselves to God, not only our salvation, but our journey. It's very important. And if you, if you went on a fast, again, if you didn't go on a fast, you can go to our website and you can start one today. There's all kind of information about fasting and diets and all how to do it. Um, I don't want to get into that. We did that already. But look at the messages from the last few weeks and they'll help, you, help guide you. But whatever you went on, God says something to you. And so when we take communion today, we are saying, I got it. I'm going to do it. I remember. Okay. So let's read this. First Corinthians chapter 11. Paul is talking about the Lord's Supper. And it says, verse 23. For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you. That the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Very critical. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But he says, When you do this, I want you to remember me. (laughs) We're going to remember some stuff. And it's very important that we are remembering the right thing, not just the act of the eating the bread and here in a minute drinking the wine that he gave and taking, and, and taking communion. But we're going to talk about what is key to remember. Then he says, and in the same manner he took the cup after supper saying, this is the cup of the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat the bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Number one, number one, we take communion to remember. We take communion to remember. We're not just doing some religious rite just to check the box. And, and, and let me tell you something, a lot of times we do that. We we'll go to church, I went to church, I prayed, I prayed. I put a doll on the plate, I put a down on the plate. This all has to have spiritual significance, it has to come from obedience, it has to come from a submitted heart, it has to come from a heart that's connected to God. And so Jesus is saying, when you take the bread and you break it, I want you to remember something. Number one, I want you to remember what I did. Hmm. What did I do? This is Jesus, not me, Jesus. He's saying, remember what I did. I was in heaven. <laughs> I came, was born of a virgin, lived 33 years as a man, had a three-year ministry. I picked 12 disciples, I taught them, I walked with them, I I ate with them, lived life with them. I was betrayed by one, denied by another. The people I came to represent uh, uh, turned on me. The world turned on me. They crucified me. They spit on me. They beat me. They hit me with rods. They pulled out my beard. They slapped me. They lied about me. They got false testimonies about me. They nailed me to a cross. They're going to nail me to a cross. This is what I did. I did miracles. I walked on water. Healed healed the sick. Raised the dead. Cast out demons. I did all of this. And I'm going to be rejected. This is what I did. I want you to remember. So every time you do this, I want you to remember. And by the way, as I'm breaking this bread, just understand, you're gonna really know what this is about in a little while because they're gonna do that to my physical body. And then I'm gonna die, and they're gonna put me in the tomb, and then I'm gonna rise from the dead in three days. I want you to remember all of that when you take this cup and this bread. Okay. But here's else I want you to remember. And this is this is key to us today. We just fasted 21 days, in theory. I know some of y'all might not have done it, or some of you might have fasted crime, but you just kept eating like normal and kept doing whatever you do. But, you know, whatever it is. But during this time that our church was fasting and praying, and you gave up whatever you gave up. And at least hopefully you were thinking about, I'm trying to be closer to God. At least hopefully you were intentionally trying to obey God. That God said something to you. That God revealed something to you. That God said, I want you to start praying every day. I want you to start reading your Bible every day. I want you to stop watching uh, that stuff on the internet. I want you to spend less time on social media. I want you to be more kind to your family. I want you to stop yelling at your wife, yelling at your husband, lying behind people's back. I want you to stop being a gossip. I want you to start speaking life to people. Whatever it is, something. What is it that God said to you? What is it that God. Revealed to you. How did God say, hey, I want you to be more like me like this? This is how I want you to be more like me. Because if all you did was try to lose weight, if all you did was just check the box, check the box, check the box, you missed the whole point. And you should have just kept eating. You should have just kept eating. But if, but if you said, Lord, I really want to be more like you and I'm going to give this up so I can be closer to you, more like you. Then something had to happen, and I want you to be really thinking about it, and I want you to be able to think about it to the point where you can write it down, because it's very important for you to know that whatever God told you during that time, whatever God told you in the dark, when you were by yourself, when you were praying, He wants you to live out in the light. But if you don't know it, if it's just a feeling, you're going to forget it, and it ain't going to happen. That's why we have to take communion on a regular basis, so we can keep reminding ourselves the sacrifice Jesus made. And why he made it. So we remember what he did, who he was, what he said, what he represented. We have to remember who we are, his children, created in Christ Jesus, do good works that he prepared in advance for us to do. And then we have to remember what he told us during this time so we can be better at doing what he called us to do. The greatest commandment is to love God. And to love God means to obey God. So how is God, how did God tell me To obey him better. I have to remember that. Then you have to remember who you are. That you belong to him. You don't belong to your family. Ooh, you don't belong to your country. Ooh, you don't belong to your political party. Ooh, you don't belong to uh, yourself. You belong to him. He bought you with his blood. If you think this is all for you, your body, if you think you belong to you and everything you have is yours. And everything you have is for your pleasure, you're misguided. But if you remember that everything you have and everything you are is for Him. It's to glorify Him. It's to serve Him. And that may be, may be a-ha for you right now. But you need to remind yourself that he created you and designed you in his image so he can live through you and glorify himself through you. So he can speak through you and love people through you and, and, and encourage people through you and give people wisdom through you and give people assistance through you. That he would actually bless you so you can be a blessing. I was reading the other day in Exodus as I'm reading through the Bible. And God told... The Israelites, when they were walking around in the wilderness, I want you to work six days and on the seventh day rest. Just like the creation story, God created six days and on the seventh day he rest. And he made the seventh day holy. Here's what he did. It's so cool. He says, I'm going to give you manna, bread from heaven six days. But on the sixth day, I'm going to give you double what I'm going to give you on the five days. So you're going to get double on the sixth day so you have enough to rest on the seventh day. I'm not giving you double on the sixth day just so you can have and be a big fat cat and have a bunch of stuff. I'm giving you double on the sixth day so you can rest on the seventh day. And not rest, kick your feet up, do nothing. So me and you can connect. So I'm blessing you with abundance so you can enter into my presence without a care, so you can not worry about have to work. I'm gonna give you extra. So, what, why is that, why, what does this have to do with anything? Because you and I are God's children, and He wants so bad to spend time with us that uninterrupted. He wants so bad to resource us so we can worship Him and honor Him and serve Him. Remember who you are that you are somebody that Jesus died for, that Jesus put on this earth to, to glorify Him and, and expand His kingdom on earth. That's who you are. So, when you take this bread, and you take the wine, the communion, the juice, that you are being reminded. Man, he died for me. He created me to have a relationship with him. He created all these circumstances for me to walk into all these open doors and opportunities that maybe I don't know about. So I need to look for them. I need to have expectation. We talked about overflowing expectation. Lord, I want to know what that is. This is this is who I am. You need to. Pause your life. And then if you just did the fast, whether you do the fast or not, but if you did the fast, God told you something to make sure you can walk in your purpose. He told you something to empower you in your purpose. And so if you can be reminded of all of that, just pause. Don't just, you know, take it, okay, I did it. No, pause. Reset your focus. Reset your foundation. Reset your direction, your clarity. I got it. I got it. My name is Miles. I grew up in New York. I accepted the Lord when I was 24. I was a mess before that. I thought this was my purpose. Now this is my purpose. God gave me a lot of big mouth and volume to yell and to preach and share the gospel. I like to talk to people. I love people who don't know God. Okay, okay, I get it. I get it. That's what I'm supposed to do. Remember, remember. And there's a lot more to that, obviously. But remember who you are, why you are, what He gave you, and then the fresh word He just gave you in your fast. That's point number one. Point number two: Listen, we take communion as part of the as part of the new covenant. Now, in the old covenant, they had Passover; uh, they would take have a Passover meal to remember the angel of death. Back up, Israelites were in. Slavery for over 400 years in Egypt. And God sent Moses to deliver them. God sent Moses to deliver them and he said, look, I'm going to come with the angel of death that's going to pass through Egypt. And what I want you to do is take the blood of the lamb and put it on the doorpost of your door, the top of the door, the sides of the door, and the angel of death, when it comes through, Egypt, if it sees the blood of the lamb on the door, it will pass over your house. That's so cool. That's where you get Passover from. It will pass over because the blood covers you. And if it's not on your door, the firstborn will die. Guess what Jesus was the firstborn. He represents that firstborn that was saved by the blood. Okay. So Israel celebrates that every year. They remember Exodus 12, 26 and 27 says when your children say to you, what do you mean by this service? That you shall say it is the Passover sacrifice of the Lord. That was the old covenant. New covenant is different. New covenant is that we are doing this to remember what Jesus did. Luke chapter 22, verse 7 and 8. It says, then came the day of unleavened bread when the Passover must be killed and he sent Peter and John saying, go prepare the Passover for us. Verse 20. Likewise, he took the cup after supper saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you. But behold, the hand of the betrayer is with me on the table. And truly the Son of Man goes as it has been determined. But woe to that man who is betray... will betray him. This is the new covenant. We are remembering that Jesus is now saying, "I am making an eternal covenant with you." Here's the cool thing about it: is that you give your life to Christ. God has sealed your relationship with Him with His blood. Let's walk with Him every day. Let's be faithful. He made a commitment in blood to us. He died on the cross. He did not. We did not shed the blood of animals and goats, but with His own blood, He shed to cover our sin. With His own blood, He entered the most holy place forever. So. This is the new covenant, we are taking it to remind ourselves that God has made an everlasting covenant with us that he will never break. Let's walk in faithfulness to him. Remember what he did. Remember what he's doing now. He lives to intercede for you. Sitting at the right hand of the father, he is interceding and praying for you right now. And lastly, we take communion after we examine ourselves. 1 Corinthians 11. And this is very important because I know a lot of people have been to church and you take communion because I I go to church and if I take communion, God's going to bless me. If I take communion, I'm going to go to heaven. If I take communion, I'm going to get a blessing. I'm going to get a free pass. Look what it says in in, uh, chapter 11, 1 Corinthians, verse 28. Let a man examine himself. And so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. The Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. The Bible said the penalty of sin is death. In the Old Testament, they would kill animals. Ocha. They would kill animal, kill animal, kill animal, God forgive me, kill animal, God forgive me. But the blood of animals was not sufficient to pay for our sin. So they had to keep doing it over and over and over again. And they were setting us up, knowing that it takes bloodshed to forgive sin. Without bloodshed, there's no forgiveness of sin. So in the Old Testament, that's all they did over and over again, over and over again. And one of those animals was a lamb. And then Jesus said, I'm the lamb of God. And Jesus said, You kill me. Shed my sinless blood, shed my sinless blood one time. And it will pay for all the sins of the world. So Jesus comes, he dies on the cross, sheds his blood, dies, our sins are paid, and then he rises from the dead. Oh, he's really God. He's really God. And he says, if you would confess at your mouth that I am your Lord, surrender your life to me. I will forgive you. And when I say forgive you, I will open up the eyes of your heart to help you understand who you are and why you are. And then we will walk on this journey together and we will have a new, we will have a relationship based on the new covenant, not the old covenant. We'll have a relationship based on my blood, not the blood of animals, my promises, not the false promises of animal sacrifice. So you and I are going to walk together. And if you give your life to me, we're going to walk together and I am going to be Lord and you are not. You're going to put me on the throne of your heart. I'm in charge and you're going to live to serve me and obey me. But knowing that I'm going to love you because I proved my love to you by dying on the cross. So I want you to examine yourself. So before we take communion, which is going to happen here in a few minutes. Before we take communion, I want you to remember what he did for you and why he did it. I want you to examine where you're at. Now, some of you have never given your life to Christ. You're just doing religious things. Please don't do it. Because if you've never given your life to Christ and you take communion, what you're telling God is, God, I understand what you did, but I don't care. I'm just going to take it anyway. And I reject you. You don't want to do that. You'd be better off doing one of two things. Saying, God, I'm not ready. And then take your chances. And hopefully one day you give your life to him before you die. Or saying, God, I'm going to do it your way. But you don't want to say, God, I reject you and I'm taking it. You don't want to do that. So examine yourself. This is a question you have to ask yourself. Which one is it going to be for you? Are you going to reject God, which, in which case don't take communion? Or are you going to take it having examined yourself, reminded yourself of what it's all about and submit yourself to him. So in a minute I'm going to pray and give you an opportunity to say, Lord, I accept that I am a sinner, that the penalty of my sin is death, but that Jesus Christ came and died and rose from the dead for my sin. And he shed his sinless blood for me. And I want to give my life to him. And then, after you give your life to him, now you will take communion saying, I do this in remembrance. That he died in remembrance that I was a sinner and in remembrance that I couldn't do this by myself and that he did it for me. So I'm gonna pray for you, and I pray that you would make the right decision. Now, a lot of you have already given your life to Christ. As you as I pray for all these people, I want you to pray with me for them, but I also want you to pray for yourself. And here's what I want you to pray for yourself: that God, that you would examine your heart to ask yourself. What is it that you need to be reminded of and be committed to as you prepare your heart to take communion? That you're saying, Lord, I want to recommit my life to being this kind of person. I need to reestablish this discipline in my life. I need to reestablish the spirit of humility in my life. A spirit of obedience and focus and clarity. I don't want to be who I was an hour ago. I want to be a different person. So let's all bow our heads and pray. Lord, thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for what you have done. And I pray that the Holy Spirit would remind us and even bring to to remembrance things we could have never known because we weren't there when you were crucified. That you would reveal something to us about what you did on our behalf and why you did it. I pray you would help us remember the things you told us during our fast. And then as we take the bread, as we take the juice, that you would cement in our heart the things you told us, the things you revealed to us, the commitment you asked us to make, that we would walk more faithfully in your presence. If you would like to ask Christ to be your Savior, pray this prayer with me in the privacy of your heart. Pray, dear God, I know that I am a sinner I believe Jesus died and rose for me. And I surrender my life to him. Jesus, please send the Holy Spirit. Fill my heart with your presence, Holy Spirit. Transform my mind. Take out my heart of stone and put in the heart of flesh. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. In a minute we're going to take communion, but before we do that, if you prayed that prayer, just text the word SAVE, the 52525, five five, and then get your bread and your juice ready. I know God's going to do something in your life. God bless you.